and we are sitting in my apartment and trying to podcast. Tiffany's trying to do something on her phone. I know. Well, I was just I was just looking in Tracy at this little female chihuahua named Baby Girl that I could possibly pick up. She's but she's ten years old. Oh. Oh, a little chihuahua. A little a old chihuahua. It's like, oh. oh. an old one. Yeah. She's a spade female 10-year-old smooth coat. She looks like Frederick. A lot like Frederick. I, I might have to pick her up. But then um, I'm going away for the weekend. So maybe I'll have to wait. Oh, we can go pick her up. Me and Honey and Journey and Pop. Well, no, I can pick her up. I can pick her up because I'm going to be in Tracy next week for a work. So I can pick her up at the end of... Oh, convenient. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I can be there and pick her up on the way back. But um, I'm going to be gone the weekend of October. Yeah, give her to me. I'll take her. Totally. The old Chihuahua? Yes. Okay, all right. Give her to me. All right. Oh, yeah, tell them we're coming. Okay, then I will do that. I know. Baby girl. F A I. R-Y-T-A-I-L-S Nothing, life is not making any sense right now. That's for damn sure. There's weird and crazy chaos out there. And everybody's just doing bullshit stuff. Nobody cares anymore, it seems like, in the, the... like there's no like the jobs everybody everybody's sick of work so nobody really cares at their job anymore you can tell and you can feel it you know I care about my job but I happen to be a dog walker so I'm a lucky one but I know what you're saying it's, it's like, different yeah no, your I'm job's sure. different but like restaurants it's, it's, you know boutiques or anywhere you go it's just a lack of passion these days I think people are really burnt out Hello and welcome to Fairy Tales Podcast. This is Louise. Hi, it's Tiffany. Louise, that was so cheer- cheerful right after I just hit a bummer conversation. You're like, hello, welcome to Fairy Tales Podcast. Yeah, we're really p- putting people in the right mood here. I'm so sorry. I know. I'm just in one of those places. But you know what? I'm going to snap out of it real quick because I'm here with my best friend and it's fucking fun. And that's a good place to be. So here we go. That's cheese is good. It is good cheese. It's Irish cheddar. Mm. 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 I was with the Irish ladies last night from the, from my school. We had drinks, and the, you know Arlo goes to a Catholic school, and a lot of Irish people go to this particular school. Oh yay! They're really fun. They're fun people. They're like cool. They like to drink. They like to drink. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else I learned? What the Irish are known for? What? Apparently, I did the other night, and I do have a little bit of Irish. Irish people are known for leaving the party without saying goodbye. What? How is that a thing? Do you? Ha- yeah. Well, they just peace out, or they peace out. That's what I heard from the Irish folks at my Catholic school. My son goes to, uh-huh. and. I did do that recently at a wedding. I just snuck out. I didn't want to interrupt their joy and their happiness, and I didn't want to make a big deal. I didn't want to have to, like, and so I just left. I like that. That way you don't have to, you know, leave on a sad note. Like, people are sad that you're the first one to leave or something like that. Thank you for saying that, but I did get called out on it, so I got a text from the bride and groom the next day. Yeah, like, what happened to you? You didn't even say goodbye, and I felt so bad. It wasn't a, it wasn't the right thing necessarily. The you, wedding? No, leaving, leaving like that. 
I have to, you know, I'm good friends and I should have said goodbye, but I just... Yeah, well, but also it's like, if it's your wedding, you, it's safe to assume that you're super busy doing other things, so... Yeah, no, I... I don't know, yes, of course, well, whatever makes the bride happy. Well, we have received some compliments on the podcast. We did? We have. When? People think we're funny. Shut up. This is news to me. What did they say? Well, like I told you, they said we're funny and entertaining <laughs> we are? and they're, they're enjoying listening to the episodes. Oh my God, we need to, okay, well, we need to get our, we need to promote ourselves more. We need to get the word out. We need your help. If we're funny and we're entertaining and we can actually get money for our sweet, loving, needy dogs because of it, hell yeah. Yes. If you want to help us, one easy way to do that is to go on your phone because you're probably listening to this podcast right now on your phone so go on your phone and go to instagram and like our page which is fairy underline tales underline dog underline rescue so fairy tales dog rescue with an underline in between every word it's called an underscore by the way oh (laughs) i know you didn't know that but they'll know what you mean if more people follow us uh, on Instagram, then we can reach more people with our message of saving homeless dogs from their horrible situation. And it's, preventing. That's right. And people are also wondering why, you know, when is the next episode coming and what's happening? Because we are not sending out episodes every week or on a regular schedule like most podcasts are doing. But have grace because we do have very... You know, we have some we have challenging lives outside of this and we're doing our best. So please have grace and and forgive us for that. But we want to be more consistent. And you can always depend on that a new episode is coming. Don't worry about the background noise, it's just dogs. But yeah, you can trust that a new episode is coming very soon. But you know hold your Horses, people, because we are working women. We both work full-time on the side of this. Tiffany has two sons to take care of, and we have a life. And so, you know, besides that, we are two women who took time, despite that, to start a dog rescue. It took us two years to get a 501c3, which is our license to rescue. And we are so happy we're finally on the beginning of this big journey. Um, we are on a mission. We are in the beginning. You're right. We we're, still we're rescuing are. rescuing dogs and we want to get the word out there about spaying and neutering and how to treat your dog as a family member and that they are uh, respected individuals of society and what we can do to prevent dog homelessness. And mass euthanasia of dogs. Because how many dogs are we euthanizing every year, Tiffany? Oh, shit. You know I can't remember numbers. Oh, one and a half million. That's right. I mean, that's a shitload of sad, loving dogs that could be happy and in a home. And yet, people are buying dogs when we're killing them. I can't take it much more, Louise. I I don't know what I'm... Mentally, it's... I can't. But you know what? It does start with the the young, the youth. And so I, I 
I think I have our first school gig. What? Yeah. Ooh. Okay, so people, uh, just like a little background info. We have a part of Fairy Tales is that we have a dream of starting an educational program for the schools where we go out and talk about the importance of spaying and neutering and rescuing dogs and all of that to children because it starts with younger generations. Okay, done. Tiffany. Yes. Okay. Speaking of the Irish moms I was hanging out and drinking with. So my son's school had a teacher that needed to be fired <gasps> or let go, oh. I should say, or, you know, um, for... Spill the beans. Well, anyway, they have no teacher. And um, he was calling the kids assholes. <laughs> <laughs> well, were they assholes? Probably. <laughs> But apparently that's inappropriate in Catholic school. But anyway, so there is Catholic. no teacher. <laughs> Telling you, Catholic schools. <laughs> Gotta love them. They, they, the Catholic schools produce the naughtiest girls. I love it. Okay, so your son lost his teacher because yes. he called the kids assholes. Yes, so they don't have a teacher. So the moms were saying, well, we're going to go in. One one mom is knows math and, math and science, and this other mom knows literature. And I said, I will come in and teach about spate and neutering. And they said, that would be great. Yes. Oh, yes. That is amazing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, and especially a lot of those kids have uh, – the uh, breeder dogs. So this needs to stop now. It needs to stop with the kids because they, they start with the kids because the kids will t- educate their parents as well. That is right. Kids come home from school and they tell their parents of what they've learned. And, you know, especially if it's something that concerns them, either if they have a dog or if they're, you know, want to get a dog or the whole family is planning on get a dog or, you know, then the kids are uh, going to be the one to say, hey, we could actually get a rescue dog instead of a breeder dog because uh, one thing, it's uh, it's cheaper. And the most important thing is that it's kinder because it's helping to save a life. And the third reason is that... It's the right thing to do. I just said that. You did? Oh, sorry. Well, still, it doesn't need to be three reasons. Like, two reasons are just as good. Well, first of all, they make... It's... it's it, there's so many reasons, but we can also you don't want to support a business that is a horrible business of that sells dogs. We've already talked about why you shouldn't support this because of the kind of lack of humanity that's going on out there in the puppy mills and the home oh. breeders. There's a lot of abuse going on, so you certainly don't want to support that. Anyway. This was, so this will be our first school gig, but I also have a friend that works for San Francisco Unified School District, the one that I just got in touch with, and uh, so I have a connection. She works with 15 different schools. Wow. But this is so exciting. All right, we're finally taking a step into the school world to talk to the young minds about dog rescue. We want this to be a, we want to prevent, we would love to not have an overstock of dogs being euthanized. Wouldn't it be great if dogs were actually like a very special treat to have because we're so lucky to have them that you have to go through an application process process that's more severe, background checks, everything. I don't know. That may be extreme. However, we have been taking a little trip to LA 
Yes, we did. We had a great little trip. Woohoo! Yeah, we had a good time. We went to LA on the Labor Day weekend. And we got tattoos. We got tattoos. <laughs> anyway, getting a tattoo was just one of the things that went down in LA. But, but we, yeah. But that's not really what we're here to talk about, now is it? But yeah. what we wanted to say is that we paid attention when we were there. We were staying at Venice Beach. And, you know, we were just walking back and forth on this lovely promenade with the beach and the bars and the restaurant and, like, the hippies and the families and, like, all this crazy mix of people that you get on Venice Beach. And we were looking at the dogs. <laughs> That's right. We were looking at the dogs. Our eyes went straight to the dogs. And we were surprised at what we saw because we saw dogs with balls a lot more in Venice Beach than in San Francisco. So what's up with that? You know, like, why is L.A. filled with dogs with balls? I was so surprised to see that. Yes, L.A. dogs have much more balls. And balls are trouble. Yes. For many reasons, but especially in dogs. Tiffany, why <laughs> should you spay and neuter your dog? I, <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, because, for one... The dogs, we have too many dogs, please. If you don't want puppies, don't, wait, if you don't, wait, no, 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 I'm backing up. Yeah, no, no, but yeah, if you're not planning on breeding your dog, then there's really. Don't breed your dog. Yeah, exactly, like don't even plan on it. It's, you, when you, when a dog has balls, what happens is dogs, other dogs, first of all, do not like dogs with balls, so you have a, a, a big, bigger chance of having a dog fight. Yeah, there is more risk to uh, some dog fights happening when you have unneutered dogs. And so it can be harder to socialize them. And uh, yeah, But most importantly, we really care about not having puppy accidents. We don't need more dogs. No. And also, but I'm thinking because what we saw at Venice Beach was... It was these macho breeds, like these muscle dogs, and uh, they were being walked by these macho men. Macho men who felt like they all had a bunch to prove. I don't think the balls is about breeding. I don't think the balls is about... Uh, you know, some kind of hormonal uh, situation that they don't want to disturb in the dog by castrating it. It's not about that. It's about the owner's own idea of what balls mean. It's so funny because that's like ridiculous. Come on, really, guys? You're showing your manhood by walking a dog, a dog with balls? That's your manhood? A dog with balls? Like, what the f- Okay, what the frick? Like, come on. Well, this is a real situation because did you know that there is uh, actually this plastic ball surgery that some people have on their dog after they neuter them so that they still look like they have those big, beautiful, dangling balls as they walk around? Like people put in fake balls in their dogs after they are neutered. This happens especially in L.A. Okay, first of all, beautiful? No. I was joking. I know, but I but that's what they think. No, we don't. <laughs> no, the balls are not. They need 
they are not beautiful. They show that you are, you have a small minded, you're a small minded person and it shows that you're insecure and you have an ego issue. It doesn't show that you're a real courageous person that does the right thing no matter what and you're ignorant. That's what I see. I don't want to look at shiny balls on dogs. I don't like dogs with balls. I think it's actually unattractive. Well, guys are, you know, the ones that are sending dick pics, okay? It's not women who are sending vagina pics around town. It's guys. They think that people like to look at their genitals, and I think the same goes for balls. So I think guys think that it's a very pretty thing to show off. Like, this is, you know, just another version of the dick pic. That is so true. It is, that was, you know what? That says it all. It's because they want people to see their genitals. Why do men think that their genitals need to be seen? They're so obsessed with them. I don't know why. Yeah, so you know what? We're enough with the dogs with balls. It's so stupid, and it's showing actually your weakness. So just, just come on, man. Please. Please do the right thing. I don't know. It's like, Louise, sometimes I get really discouraged, you know, because I see this and, and, and all the time. And, you know, I have friends who get breeder dogs and, you know, no. I, and I think, what am I doing wrong? I know. You were telling me one of your friends got a breeder dog, like, right now. Yes. I mean, I, ha- I lost. Should we mention her name and shame her no. on the podcast? Because no. she just doesn't know. I guess. I don't know. No, I know what you mean. It's so hard when our friends get breeder dogs because it's like, hello. Uh, 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 yeah, I mean. Hello. <laughs> exactly. Like, what the? And it's, We are running a dog rescue. Have I not told you how passionate I am about, you know. It, That's what makes me think. It's like, oh, my God. I'm, you'd think that I would influence my friends, and if I can't even do that, I feel like a failure. But, you know, I, I don't think we can think of it as that black and white, because, you know, it's uh, depending so m- much on the situation, and I don't know. No, I don't know. No, it's, no, you know what, I, I to be fair, I haven't spoken to this friend in a while, but what frustrated me the most was the fact that she was, you know, expressing her financial troubles. Oh, come on. Yeah. Like she's not, you know, she's not like in the best financial situation. So why would you spend money on a dog? Yeah, well, a dog is going to cost you a lot. I know. But it's going to cost you a, cost you a lot less initially upon like just the process of adopting or buying or getting the dog of course if you get a rescue dog because it's a couple of hundred dollars sometimes even less than that depending on what county shelter you're going to but getting a breeder dog is going to go for over a thousand dollars it can go up to like ten way thousand way over it's way over because you do all the vaccinations plus you have to pay out of pocket the spay neuter oh yeah all that i mean when you get a dog from fairy tales dog rescue then you pay 450 dollars, and that is including spay or neuter and the vaccinations and microchip too that's right so some people are like oh 450 dollars that's a lot of money Mm mm-mm but I hear you, it is. But do you know how much just spaying costs? 
Oh, it can be up to eight hundred to a thousand dollars. I mean, in, in San Francisco. In San Francisco. That's right. So if just the spaying is a thousand dollars, and you have the vaccinations and the microchip to go, it's like you are looking at a lot higher bills there. So four hundred and fifty dollars for a rescue dog from a non-profit organization. Yeah. It that is a steal. I know, I know. So I, I, you know, we're just going to have to really, that's why we need to start focus on it and getting into the schools and educating the youngest of our possible viewers, because, you know, the, the adults have been doing it wrong for so long (laughs) that they don't even know that they're wrong. That's why we need to change it with the next generation. And I'm thinking we need to go back to L.A. We need to make our way back to L.A. because people down there don't have a clue compared to people in San Francisco. I mean, if you take a look on people walking their dogs on the street, you're going to see that most dogs in San Francisco are neutered. Yeah. You know what else we noticed when we're down in L.A., which was interesting? We definitely stood out. Like, Louise and I stood out. We were very different than the crowd that was there because we were in, um, like, Melrose area, and we were at a rooftop bar, and and Louise put it perfectly. She said, it's like they're... They, they got ready for an MTV video. I mean, it's insane there. Oh, yeah. People are so posh and dressed up to the teeth. Yeah. To like, have their $25 cocktails. <laughs> and, you know, the, the whole thing was all I could see in their faces. Are they looking at me? Is anyone looking at me? Do they approve me? I could see they were not actually there to have a good time necessarily it was they more were like, there to be seen they were there to be seen it was so funny and then that night that we went dancing that you skipped out on oh i, I went to bed <laughs> she went to bed louise went to bed so i just kept on going dancing and it was so interesting because everyone was there was it really seemed like they had a good time it was more like they were there just to be seen and not really dance and have fun. So it's a very different, it's more about, and, and that's the thing with the dogs. It's kind of like that mentality of look at me with my dog and his balls and not about just, you know, having your companion with you and doing what's right for him. It's just a weird mindset there. I know it's a generalization, but. Yeah, but generalization says a lot. We have to be able to talk about system and patterns. And when we do, there's always going to be people who say, oh, not me. But guess what? If you're saying that, then we're most likely talking about you. Mm-hmm. So wake up, L.A., Nobody's nobody's looking at you except they are judging you if you have a dog with balls. So I moved to Noe Valley in San Francisco uh, like a couple of months ago, almost a year, from Bayview, which is a different neighborhood. Yes, it is. Very different. It's like black and white. That's right. And Noe Valley is very white. (laughs) And, you know, I'm getting real pissed off every time I'm taking a walk with my dogs around here. I got to move. I was like, this is not right because I can't take a walk with my dog without getting pissed off. Really? What's going on? What's happening? 
So, you know, Sanchez Street down here, they, they like turned, they closed the street during COVID and, you know, there's no traffic on it. So it's like the whole community is out walking. It's beautiful. You yeah. know, it's so nice and all that. But it's not really for everybody now, no. is it? No. No, it's not. Because I'm telling you, when I walk my dogs down the street here, it's like every, almost every tree, every other tree that we stop to pee on, has these signs that says, no poop zone, oh. be respectful, curb your dog. Oh, I know. I hate those freaking signs. It's so fucking ridiculous. But you know what's funny, Louise? I've noticed every time there's a little spot with one of those signs, that's always where my dogs want to go pee, and I fucking let them. <laughs> that's what I do, too. I'm getting so angry or sick of it because, number one, we're letting our dogs pee on them, and the plants are obviously still fine, so Absolutely. hence they don't need to sign. But, but who are these people that are going out on their free time <laughs> and buying a sign, and they're being frustrated about some dog peeing on their plants? And I'm also oh. wondering, because just to clarify people, uh, you know, these are the trees and the plants that are, like, on the sidewalk. You know, you have the houses, and then you have sidewalk, and then... Uh, on like the edge of the sidewalk, you usually have trees that align with the street, right? And it's these trees that people are putting up little signs on that telling you not to let your dog pee here. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, are these, aren't these trees owned by the city too? Like, do people really own these trees? And can is it legal to tell people you can't pee there? Well, I know that they don't. Th- this wouldn't happen in Sweden, but yes, those because. I've put a tree, well, I've used, I've, I've put a tree on my sidewalk, Mm. uh, planted one and, um, it is considered my tree. In fact, I'm responsible if the roots grow and buckle up the concrete, I have to fix it myself. And so, yeah, they do actually own them. But can you really tell someone not to pee on it? And so here's my next thing. This is San Francisco. This city reeks of piss and weed. Give me a break, yeah. Dog pee and human pee are not the same. Not to mention all the cats and all the other animals that are peeing all over the city. We have wildlife in the city. You know, the other morning I was walking the dogs and a mountain lion came running by on Sanchez Street. Nuh-uh. 6 a.m. in the morning. A mountain lion. Shut up. She was bigger than Journey, a big fucking cat. Nuh-uh. You must be... I would have been terrified. Even Journey and Puck were terrified. You know, if there's a cat or a squirrel, they usually, like, just dart and go after it. But this mountain lion just, like, ran by us on the street in the morning, and they both just (gasps) froze. Wow. Yeah, the mountain lions are peeing on it. Yeah, they're not going to read your sign. The rats are peeing on it. The pigeons are shitting on it. Give me a Homeless break. people are peeing on it. This is San Francisco. Give me a break. Yeah. But you know what? It is Noe Valley. It's Noe Valley. And we got to get the heck out of here because this is like this situation reached. It's like the, the peak of the pinnacle or however you say. It's, mm, it's too now much. There, no, no, no. Tiffany. Tiffany. There is a house over here. Mm-hmm. Where they not only put up a sign, they now also put up a camera 
they put up a camera and they are filming the tree 24 hours to, uh, so they can see who is peeing and pooping on that tree. How do you know there's a camera? Because they also put a sign that oh. says, smile, you're on camera. Oh and my then I God. saw the camera from the house and I waved. <laughs> but These people have nothing better to do. Like, I cannot believe it. Like, can you spend your energy and time to do something better? better they are watching this video and i wonder what are they gonna do when they see that you know buddy is peeing like are they gonna hunt down his mom yeah exactly what are they gonna do about it like (laughs) give me a break they're just doing that to threaten people they're gonna send it to the police and the police are gonna be like oh yeah you filmed your neighbor letting her dog pee on your tree and now you want us the police to they're not gonna do shit first of all the police don't do anything i I mean that's true i've had people drunk in front of my house throwing glass in the street and the police still wouldn't do anything because there's nothing they can do you know what you should do is you should have journey pee on it and then stare at the camera and flip them off i'm totally gonna do that Noe Valley, come on, ma'am. Yeah, so I got to get the heck out of here, you know. Where are you going to go? You know, just if you go to a neighboring neighborhood, like go to Glen Park or go to the other side, go to Castro, walk your dog, you're not going to have the situation with a sign on every tree. You can actually enjoy your walk and your dog can pee on the fucking trees. So I'm going to go somewhere, but you know what? What? Journey is a pit bull. Oh, You can't just move anywhere when you have a dog on the aggressive dog breed list. Mm. Well, he's a a giant chihuahua. That's what he is. He's not a pit bull. He's a giant chihuahua. chihuahua. That's right. Try to tell that, though, to, you know, racist landlords. Mm. You know, there was a time when... People of color were not allowed to rent certain places. And there was a time when women were not allowed to Mm -hmm. rent. And now we are living in the time where some specific dogs and some others not, but some specific dogs are not allowed to rent. Yeah, that's bullshit. It's like we're building Berlin walls over and over and over again. Well, yeah, we're going backwards. This country's going backwards. I mean, well, you know what's going on in Texas. Oh, God. Yes, Texas has turned into Gilead. Yeah, Gilead. That's the Handmaid's Tale. That is. Texas is Handmaid's Tale. So you know what? I'm going to boycott Texas products. Oh, yeah. Everything from Texas, got to go. Yeah. Except you're going to the music <laughs> festival. <laughs> That's my last time going to Austin. But Austin's special. But still, Austin's in Texas. So F Texas because you know what? You're you're encroaching on women's bodies and treating us like we're dirt and garbage and dogs. Yeah. Okay, so Tiffany is going to the awesome music festival in Austin, Texas. But after that, we are never going to Texas again. Never. Because, yeah. Because it's fucking Gilead. It is. It's insane. And not only, you know, that women can't have abortions, it's also that men are allowed to tip off women who are going to have abortions or, you know, or like... Bounty hunters. Exactly. And they're going to get money for this. Unbelievable. And are the men getting getting their dick chopped off who got them pregnant? 
oh no, they don't even get hunted down for child support. Exactly. Can I tip off a guy who isn't paying for child support on his kid and he goes to jail and the mom gets 10000 How about that? Yeah, they're a bunch of liars, hypocrites. They're full of shit. They're, cr- they're crazy. And they're trying to control women. It's disgusting. Enough. Enough, enough, enough. I can't. Did you, if you, why do dogs, my dogs like to pee on tires? Huh. It's like, I think there's a lot of, they smell, there's a lot of smells on tires. and Oh yeah, because they get around. Yeah, they get around. So I was, they like to pee on tires. It cracks me up. They see a motorcycle, they got to pee on the tires. And I always feel kind of bad, like, is that, a, is that wrong to let someone, the dog pee on someone's motorcycle's tires? Oh no. Okay. I, ugh, fuck those guys. <laughs> That's right. Anyway. I think that it's time to... Oh, <clears throat> Tiffany. Louise. So we got a fun message from the little pet store down here. Maxwell's Pet Bar on Church Street here in Noe Valley, San Francisco. What did we get? So they are uh, hosting a Halloween pet parade. Uh, they're doing it with the other Noe Valley um, pet yeah. store. Uh, Noe Valley Pet Company. Yeah. That's the one. So these guys are teaming up. They're doing a Halloween pet parade. Dogs are getting dressed up and they're marching. And the proceeds are going to go to fairy tales. Shut up. No. These women are so wonderful. This is women owned uh, Maxwell's Maxwell's Pet Bar. It's women owned and they're so amazing. And they wrote me a message on Instagram. Oh, my God. We need to bring our our flyers to that. Oh, yeah. We need to bring everything. Okay. So, when? yeah. So, yeah. We've got to get that on the calendar. When is that? Around Halloween, I presume. Yeah. Okay. Cool. God, I feel like I had a dream that we were looking for Halloween costumes for our foster dogs. Oh, I have some in in storage. Oh, good. Journey's going to be a dragon this year. Oh, yeah. Of course. He's a baby dragon. What is Shirley going to be? Oh, I don't know. Shirley really likes her princess outfit. <laughs> I think I'm going to stick with that oh, one. Oh, Shirley's going to do a princess outfit. Because mm, she yeah. is a queen. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, Frederick, I want to put a tutu on him. Oh, yes. Yes. He's so gay. Well, it's time to wrap it up. All right. Ciao. Thank you for listening. 